time for budgeting basics. We all need a little bit of help with money. Well, maybe not. Maybe you're perfect with it. If you are, hats off to you. I'm giving you a gold star. But I've got Kelly Shostrom here for the rest of us that aren't quite there, but always, always trying, always making an effort. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Kelly. Thanks always for having me. So um, I was just talking with Lee before you joined us, and I'm like, Mike, I don't mean to be, but I, I want to get people gifts that they like. And I am the worst. I just am the worst at even thinking about gifts. And I then I give my gift and I think I did well. And then I see somebody else give them a gift. I'm like, oh, that gift was so much better than what I thought. <laughs> so what I'm looking for is I'm looking for gifts that are affordable because I really don't want to dig into that emergency fund. But if I have to, the question is, if I have to dig into the emergency fund, is it okay? Yeah. And Kelly, the, especially with gifts, that's so hard because we have those people in our lives that gift giving is their love language and they're so good at it. And every time they, you know, you're like, why didn't I think of that? Or, and mm-hmm. so try not to be hard on yourselves, especially for those of us, myself included, where this isn't um, maybe our strongest thing. What I started doing is um, throughout the year, I kind of keep my eyes peeled and I don't do this for everybody in my life, but you know, there's a handful of people. Um, one of my good friends, their daughter um, is a good example of this. I saw something back in like June on Amazon is like an ad, I'm sure. And I was like, oh my God, this would be perfect for this little girl. Like this, when I look at this, I think of her and I actually added it to a wish list on Amazon that way. And then I had a reminder on my calendar for when her birthday came around and I just bought it and it made it so simple. I didn't have to think about what should I get her and like make it this forced thing because I thought of something that already reminded me of her and all mm-hmm. I had to do was remember to buy it. And so if you can build in those little moments in your life um, throughout the year of kind of keeping your head on a swivel. And when you think about things um, or think find things and think about specific people, put it on a list, put it in your calendar because you're not going to remember it when the time comes, but it might make gift giving, gift giving a little bit easier um, come that time of year. But um, I mean, we also want to keep it in budget. And so Kelly, today we're talking about that emergency fund because we don't want to dip into it um, unless we kind of have to. And the holidays are the perfect time of year where people sometimes think they have to. And so I thought it would be good to bring it up to say, hey, um, when should you dip into your emergency fund? When shouldn't you? Um, and if you do, what should you do about it? Right. Because to me, gifts are nice, but I don't call that, I don't call that emergency. I call emergency, my stove is not working anymore. My refrigerator went out um, or something, somebody was in an accident and I have to get a car repaired. Th- to me, those are emergency type situations. Yeah. And it's important to call out as we always do, Kelly, that personal finance is personal. And so what Kelly just described as her emergency things might be a little bit different than your definition. Um, I think Kelly, generally, that's a really good place to be where what are the things that you can't plan for that are unexpected? Of course, you can plan for your you know furnace eventually to go out, but we don't know when it's going to happen. And so having an emergency fund for some of those um, kind of expensive and one-off things yeah. um, is really important. And I always throw in there too, Kelly, things that um, if you were to just write a check to pay for it today, write a check. Oh my gosh. Um, you know what I mean? Um, I <laughs> if you were to swipe your card or tap it for Apple pay, whatever, um, does that throw your month, um, you know, does it throw a wrench in your month? Because those are the types of emergency things that I always like to stay into account. And so for example, if you had to buy a little candle for a present for somebody, your, your kid's teacher, that might not throw a wrench in things, right? So that might not be an emergency fund item. But if it's something where you're like, shoot, we have to really think about groceries or this item, if it came up, that might be an emergency fund item. Okay. All right. Like, 
what would be the emergency fund, the groceries? I mean, to do both. Do both. And so you want to make it's a basically you're giving yourself permission to spend out of that emergency fund bucket. And so if you were to, for example, let's say um, let's say that you're you went to the car place and winter's coming up, the car place, you know, whatever they're called. And um, they said you needed all four new tires because um, the tread is really, really bad. We're supposed to have a, a icy winter and this is isn't safe. Right. They're saying it's actually not safe. Is right. paying for all four of those tires, does that throw your paycheck for a loop? Does that I make see. you say, oh man, I could, I can, I can pay for it right now. That's absolutely not a problem. Maybe it is a problem, you know, whatever. Um, but that's going to make me have to look at my finances a lot deeper and say, okay, I paid for tires, but what can't get paid for this month? Right. So yeah. that to me is a very easy qualifying emergency fund expense because they have that money set aside. So it, hopefully it doesn't have to throw that grocery budget in a, out of whack. But if it's a, a thing where the mechanics, like it's going to cost you 50 bucks, then maybe that's not an emergency fund fun thing because that's not actually throwing your entire paycheck um, for a loop and you can, it's just something, maybe it's a miscellaneous category or it's an auto category, something that you can afford right away. Yeah, I get, I get that. That makes sense. That does. It's like, okay, I could, I could, I do have the money, but it's going to make it really tight in case something goes wrong. So maybe in this situation, I'm going to borrow for myself and I'll pay it back next month. If if everything's good. Exactly. And so to take, um, to take a look at this and take a couple steps back, all of this is fine and dandy, Kelly, if we actually have an emergency fund, right? And that's where I think the tricky part comes in is it's really great to be able to have the option to just pay yourself back, like you said. Um, but if we don't have that money set aside, that's where we get into credit card debt because we're putting those brand new tires on the credit card and we're going to figure out how to pay it later. And we're paying 30% interest for every month that we don't pay it off. And um, it, it can spiral really quickly and get out of control. And so we want to make sure step one, before anything, um, before we start paying extra on our debt, before we start um, you know, putting uh, buying big fancy things, getting a brand new car. We want to make sure that we have some money set aside for this emergency fund. Um, because things do happen. Things will happen. Even the unplanned will happen. We just don't know when they're going to happen. Um, Mm -hmm. and whether that's a small emergency fund or a fully funded emergency fund. Um, and what I mean by that is we're not asking you to save six months worth of expenses, which is three to six months is the recommended emergency fund amount. So figure out how much you spend in a month and times that by either three or six. Um, that can be a lot of money, right? So we're not asking you to have that overnight. Um, that might be a year or even a two-year goal for you. But what can we set aside just today or in the next couple of months, two or three or four months? Maybe it's $1,000 like Dave Ramsey recommends. Um, but what can we set aside just for right now or start to set aside so that when things start to happen, we have something to pull from, right? So we're not having to think about, okay, new tires, or are we going to actually get the kids Christmas presents this year or new tires or groceries this year, um, or this month. And so making sure you actually have a plan to do either the mini emergency fund or start building up your bigger emergency fund. That way we even can start this question of, is this an emergency fund item? Emergency funds can be a little bit tough to start. Like when I hear you talking about this, I feel like I wish that I was in the world that I could do what they recommend. I mean, and it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel shocked that that I can't I can't put that back the way I should. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I have to. I would have to work. I don't know how many jobs to be able to do that. <laughs> you know, it just depends on who you are, how much you make for your career, where you live, and all that. But um, that's one of those things that's difficult. So one of the things I started to do was 
save my change and you're going to laugh at this, but I just have this little app where it just rounds everything up and mm -hmm. I've been doing it for about a year and a half. And now I've got like $1,500 in this app. I have a $1,500 in this app. So I, I actually could, there's like, I'm just trying to decide it, it lets you invest if you want to, or at this point, that amount could pay off uh, one debt that I have. And I'm thinking I may just, because it's never, I never touch it. I just leave it alone and it's grown so much that I have it now. And it's enough to pay off one of my credit cards that I could just get rid of. So I'm thinking that's kind of my emergency fund. What would you do? Would you take it, pay off this high interest credit card and then start building again? And then, you know what, it put me in a better place in a, maybe another year and a half to invest it. Oh, Kelly, this is a really good example. And I have so many opinions on this. Um, so <laughs> we're going to start with, I'm not a financial advisor. Please consult your professionals, your licensed credentialed people. What we are saying today is merely advice that I would give to a friend, my dear friend, Kelly Cords. Um, I am not legally binded to this, right? Okay. Right. So with no, we're <laughs> just friends talking we're, on the radio. We're just talking and there's people listening apparently. Um, right. Okay. Too. <laughs> so what I was saying, so first of all, Kelly, anytime you have money in a thing, um, Venmo is also a perfect example of this. Um, you're not making any money on that, right? It is not right. invested. It is not right. in a savings account. It's just sitting there. So- my husband sometimes has, he told me how much money he had in his Venmo account the other day. And I was like, will you please get that out of there? Like, it's just sitting in this account <laughs> that we're not making any money on. Like either put it in our savings account, which still makes peanuts, but it's better than nothing. Or, mm -hmm. you know, pull it out and put it in a market, whatever you want to do. Okay. So that aside, I don't believe Acorns, you're not earning interest on that money, correct? It's just a balance that you have. It's a balance I have. Yep. And then what they try to do is because they try to look at people who maybe have tough time saving that after it, you, you reach these certain points, like first they start you as your little nut in the ground and then you turn into a leaf and then you're growing your tree. And then at one point, then they'll say, okay, now you have enough if you want that you can invest this. And they talk about the different things that you can do. Yeah. So, and, and they're a really good app. They want people to invest. They want people to build generational wealth, right? Okay. That being said, the market on average, 10%, let's say you're making um, from the market, 10% earnings on whatever you put in. Your credit card, Kelly Cords, is probably closer to 25 to 35% that you're paying interest on that credit card. And so the, the clear answer here is you're going to want to pull that money out of Acorn and you're going to want to pay off that credit card um, or at the very, very least, put it in a high yield savings account. That way you're at least earning interest because if you don't want to pay off that that credit card, Kelly, if, if you want to start building your mini emergency fund, like we said, let's pretend you don't have an emergency fund otherwise, and yeah. you just want to make sure you have some cash on hand, you can just pull out that $1,500 also, Kelly, put it in a high yield savings account and just start earning money on it. But you have that cash readily available in case something were to happen. So I would right. for sure pull it out and I would either... Um, Keep it just to have cash on hand for emergencies and start building that emergency fund. Or I would use that to pay off that credit card debt, which is, you know, 25 to 35%, like we said, um, right. that you're paying every month. And so it's all depends on your personal situation. Do you want to have some extra cash so you're not building on your credit card debt? Or do you want to um, pay, um, pay that off so that it's one less debt that you have to pay every month? Yeah, I hate debt. I don't want it anymore. I have been working really hard to get rid of everything except my house payment and, you know, things that you got to do to keep the house running. Pay off that credit card, girl. It sounds like that's what's calling you and you might feel 
feel better after. And these are the perfect types of examples, people, where if you're just saying, I don't even have any an extra penny to put towards an emergency fund, this app like Acorn that Kelly has, you also can have um, the rewards on like your credit card where you get money back. All those are great examples of money that you can set aside to put towards something bigger. Nice. Yeah. Well, before you go, it, we got one minute left. Um, I think, and it's just my opinion, but if you have like kids like I do, adult kids that maybe don't get kind of the financial advice that they need. I mean, you've tried, but maybe they don't get it. Uh, I think it's a great gift to give Kelly Showstrom. It's kellyshowstrom.com. She has gift certificates, I'm sure, that she can help you with. She's got free advice that can really help steer kids in the right direction when it comes to financing. kellyshowstrom.com, correct? Correct. And I even get those parents that are like, I've said it, but maybe if you just say it, they'll listen to you more than me. And yes. so parents, we get it. Um, I'm here to help and um, at least start the conversations with your kiddo so that they don't get released out into the world and um, you know, don't have um, some knowledge of their personal finances. Exactly. Kelly Showstrom. Thank you for being here. It's Kelly Showstrom, S-J-O-S-T-R-O-M. KellyShowstrom.com is where you can find all kinds of free information and free stuff. And I think it's going to be a really great start for you. 